morning everyone I would like to start by sharing a line from the scripture of one Buddhism before a sage is born the way lies in heaven and earth after the birth of a sage the way lies with the sage. After the sage passes away, the way lies in scriptures. Everybody wants to be free from suffering and distress and to attain merit and wisdom. But we do not know how to do it. Where can we find the way to get what we want? It is right in the scripture. At the beginning of the scripture, Sotesan, the founding master of one Buddhism says that the founding motive of one Buddhism is to lead all sentient beings who are suffering to paradise. In the Heart Sutra, it says that the Bodhisattva realized that all five aggregates are empty and thus became free from all suffering and distress. The scripture is the guidebook that allows us to be free from suffering and to gain merit and wisdom. Therefore, if we want to be free from the suffering of life and to possess merit and wisdom, we should first read the scriptures. This is why Practicing without reading the scripture is like a person heading to a destination without a map or using a machine without its manual. In one Buddhism, there are six items of heedfulness in daily applications that help practitioners in their practice. The third of these items is learning and practicing scripture. This means practitioners must study scripture on a daily basis. We can read, write, or memorize lines in the scripture to keep them in our mind. This way, we can close to the way by living free and happy. We gradually get to know more clearly what we should do and what we should not do. We can learn the wisdom of the enlightened teachers and sages 
through the scriptures. However, studying scriptures should not be limited to a text. There is a larger scripture than the text in this book. Do you know what I mean? Sotesan says, most people consider only the 80,000 pages of sutras of Buddhism and the books of other religions to be scripture, but do not recognize the great scripture that is open right here and now. He continues to say, look at this world. When you open your eyes, you will be seeing scripture. When you listen, you will be hearing scripture. When you speak, you will be reciting scripture. Anytime and anywhere, this scripture will unfold without end. Our lives are living scripture. At this moment, living scriptures are constantly unfolding through our six sense organs. The cycle of formation, duration, decay, and extinction of the universe, as well as birth, aging, illness, and death of all beings are folded through our six sense organs. Everything that we experience is living scripture that shows us the truth. Not only do we need to study the written scripture, but we also need to be able to read these living scriptures so that we can learn and attain wisdom through our life. However, we sometimes feel like they are separate. When I was a minister in training in Korea, I was eager to study the scriptures. I read the scriptures every day, which was great joy to me. I spent more than four hours in reading and memorizing the scriptures. It gave me great happiness to keep those words of wisdom in my mind. One of the most uh, deeply engraved words in my heart was the verse about the difference between worshiping the Buddha image and worshiping Ilwan Sang. As many of you may already know, Ilwan Sang means the circle image that we enshrine at this meditation hall. In the scripture it says, worshiping the Buddha image has 
meaning only as reverence for the Buddha's character. But the meaning of worshiping Ilwansang is indeed wide and great. We revere and have faith in all things in the universe as if they were the Buddha and seek in them the origins of our transgressions and merit, suffering, and happiness. Everything is living Buddha. This was very touching to me. So, whenever I saw the Ilwan Sang in the meditation hall and my room, I put my palms together and bowed with respect. However, when I saw some of my classmates who were lazy in practicing meditation, or those who did not keep their daily routines, I easily became judgmental. I did not like that. I held these negative thoughts and feelings towards others. But it was hard to let go of them. This became an issue for me. One day, I asked my teacher, what is wrong with me? Why can't my practice be aligned with what I know? He smiled and said, that is a really good question. What do you think the Buddha is? Do you know what Buddha is? Do you know where the Buddha is? I was totally stuck and could not answer. I realized that I did not truly understand what the Buddha was. He asked me again, is there anything exists separate from your eyes? Is there anything that exists separate from your ears? Is there anything that exists separate from your mind? At the moment, I realized where the Buddha was. I bowed to the Ilwansang at the meditation hall, but did not know how to bow to the Ilwansang within other people. When I see there is Ilwansang, when I hear there is the Ilwansang, when I think there is the Ilwansang, the world is not is never separated from my six sense organs. It is unfolded through the screen of mine. 
the world that appeared through, our, through my eye, ears, and mind is what I have made. This is why Buddha said, everything is created by mind. If we truly believe and become awakened to this, we will be able to understand everything that happens in our life. Everything is through our mind. When something challenging or tragic happens, remember that it is like watching a play on a screen which you wrote and directed. This is why enlightened teachers say that our life is like a dream. We are thinking beings. Thinking is the dream while we are awake, whereas dreams are the thought that we have while we are asleep. Awakening means to awake from dreaming by seeing the original nature. Seeing the original nature is a light that illuminates the darkness of our mind, brightening it with the power of wisdom and awareness. Our original nature is the formless scripture that is originally complete. It is the fundamental scripture and the light of wisdom. When you see things from your original Buddha nature, you will see the way. You will know what you should do and what you should not do. If you do not, you do not understand this, you will not able to respect the myriad things in the universe as the Buddha. If we become judgmental or not satisfied with someone or something, we should know that we have not yet real, truly realized the original nature. Ever since the day I had the conversation with my teacher, I have tried to value every moment I see, hear, thought, think. I have understood that happiness and suffering are determined by whether I am awake or not. I have always practiced with the words of my teacher in my heart. I try to read the scripture and leave the scripture, the fullness scripture of my original nature. I try to make my words, my thoughts, and my life aligned through my six sense organs.
Let us say your children are noisy at a restaurant. When you say, be quiet, then they will become quiet. Likewise, a person who knows the word quiet can be quiet by hearing the command, be quiet. In the scripture, there is an explanation and description of what Buddha nature is. We kind of know the word Buddha and the word nature. However, if we do not know what Buddha nature really means, it would be like we do not know it. Let me make another example. Let's say you have heard a lot about me before I came to Warren Diamond Center, but had never seen me before. No matter how much you might have heard about me, how tall I am, how I look, etc. If you had never seen me, then you would not recognize me even if I was in front of you. Likewise, no matter how diligent you may read the scripture and understand its meaning, if you do not know what it really means in your life, you will not be able to make your life aligned with what you have studied. The finger points directly to the moon so that we can see the moon for ourselves directly. Finger is the scripture. And our original nature is the moon. We can see the original nature through the scripture. Therefore, we first need to read the scripture and keep the words in our mind. We then need to practice to live aligned with the Dharma we study. Whenever we find that our practice is not matched with the teaching from the scripture, that is the moment that we must question, what does this gap happen? What did I miss? This will then lead you to the deeper level of awakening. Remember that to be awakened to the truth means to live the truth. I hope that we all achieve the freedom of mind by studying and living the scripture. Thank you.